there's a lot of aspects of the Aloha spirit from Hawaii in this community. People taking care of each other, people respecting each other, people realizing that we're all relying on each other in some way. Those are some of the positive I've really enjoyed. Washington State opening up the Nick Rolovich era just a little over a month away in Corvallis, taking a look at the third and hopefully final edition of the Coug schedule for 2020. Oregon, Washington, and Cal all coming to Pullman. And I would say from a divisional crossover perspective, a case we made that the Cougs got the toughest draw of any team, a Friday night road game against the USC Trojans. The good news, though, I know Nick Rolovich will play anyone Anywhere he is asked, the head coach of the Cougs joining Yogi Roth and I now. So, Coach, you tell me, uh, when you saw the schedule for the first time on Saturday, what was your initial gut reaction? I think it was real positive for our players to get something tangible in front of them, a goal, you know, where we can have a a linear buildup without hopefully many interruptions. They've, uh, and probably all the teams in the Pac-12 and across the country, these, these student athletes have really done a fabulous job of, adjusting midstream adjust dealing with um, all the stuff that came with corona and I think it was a real uptick in energy and and optimism because of uh, finally having a schedule how about for you guys and the staff you know what do you do when you kind of find out what the schedule is regarding games and also having to install your own systems into a training camp yeah, and, and really, it's not really a training camp, right? Now we're in school, so it's not unlimited hours. You're still in the 20-hour week. So um, got to be very selective on the path you uh, install, how much you're going to install. Um, you know, make sure – I like. I don't know if I've said it here or not, but very interested. I think the time on Zoom was spent well by our staff, but also very concerned about making sure our players – understand situational awareness, um, all the situations that can come up in a game to win a game. Um, I just told them if we, if we play with good awareness and play as hard as we can and play together, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll put up a good fight. You said coach that your quarterback battle is wide open as of right now, all four guys do different things as well. So what's your philosophy in picking a starting quarterback? And do you feel like you need to name one a little bit earlier than you normally would in camp so that they can get as many reps as possible? Well, we, we have four guys getting the reps right now, and we usually carry six, seven, or eight. So um, I think there's amount of, the amount of reps they're getting is good right now. We will have to – and that's all positions. I told the team when this came out, I said, guys, I'm already going to apologize because it's not going to be fair. You're not going to get the opportunity we all thought you were going to get to show that you're able to be a starter or be a contributor. Um, but that doesn't mean give up. This is an evolving deal. You know, I'm sure there's going to be growth throughout the season, hopefully getting better and better and better. But – um, that goes for installs too, right? You got coaches that take great pride in what they do. Um, and it's, I feel it's part of my job. Okay, let's see what we can get good at. You know, let's see maybe what's going to be possibly used versus Oregon State. And maybe that moves up in the install schedule. Maybe something gets pushed down for SC or somebody down the line. So um, I've enjoyed the communication with the staff. I think there's been a good gelling um, with all the guys. But um, it is going to be a, a very unique um, time to name starters, to get ready to play, all those things. You know, you just really got to focus on what's important. 
Well, I, I think your offense is one of the coolest in the country. We've talked about it. I showed Ashley my old playbook from college with the run and shoot the other day because, of course, you hang on to it. How have you guys taken advantage of the CARA rules prior to the proverbial training camp starting in a couple of days to, to get guys on the same page with this, within this unique scheme? Um, a lot of Zoom meetings, you know, a lot of walkthroughs when we get the chance to do that. Um, but there is a synergy that needs to be developed over reps, real-time reps on the field. And that comes down to what are we going to work on? You know, even though this play is cool and you know, we all might like it, is that the right thing to be doing right now? Or do we really need to get good at understanding and encouraging, understanding the offense, encouraging communication between receivers and quarterbacks and getting on the same page? That's really where we're at. And then hopefully by the time we get around to uh, November 7th, you know, we, we can execute um, – a certain percentage at, at a high level. You know, coach, obviously there's so much excitement around your offense and what you bring to Pullman. And it reminded me of a, a conversation I had with your new defensive coordinator, Jake Dickert, the other day. He told me the story of when, I think it was the first interview that, that you did with him when he was obviously at Wyoming. And he said his first question to you was, do you want to be good on defense or is this going to be an offensive show? Uh, just curious what you remember about those early conversations with coach Dickard and, and what should Cougs fans be expecting from your defense this year? Well, that is, that is, I don't know if it was the first conversation, but it was early on in the conversation and, you know, it's more for, I like winning on defense as much as anybody. It's just, I believe this offense is the way that we could put the most points on the board. And I just made him aware. I said, you know, you're, you're it, it, even though we did good with time of possession last year, it, it may be a different mindset for you. And um, I love that there there's schemes. I think he, he and the staff have the answers, um, but I have no, I, I don't care if we win 10, 10, seven or 42, 41, you know, and there's probably games in every year where you win on both sides of the ball plus special teams. Um, but I know this, this region really appreciates, you know, some good hard-nosed defense, turnovers, things like that. And it's really about effort and staying together to me. Staying together. Months ago, you told us that that was something you took away from watching your team in the weight room early on. Like nobody yeah. was trying to cut corners or take an easy way out. Curious about Max Borgie specifically. You know, he seems from our vantage point, like the poster child, the leader of your program. What's he been like during workouts where you've been able to see him be a part of this program? one of the things I was, I, I, I'll be honest, I was worried about was um, offensive buy-in because there had been so much success here. Uh, I think it was probably a little bit easier for Max because of the amount of carries compared to receptions that he got last year. But um, it, even in the receiver room, you know, they're so successful quarterbacks, you know, they've seen throwing the ball and, and putting points on the board, but, Max and including and most of the skill positions on offense is where I'm specifically talking about have really been given us a chance because of their buy-in Max specifically. Um, you know, I know he's you know going to be a junior, but the kid approaches it like a pro, you know, you just get around those guys that do it. Nutrition is very important. Rest is very important. Reps in the weight room are very important. And, and the culture of hard work was, was already here when we got here, they weren't scared of hard work. And, you know, so I think there's still some adjustment getting used to how I do things compared to, to Coach Leach. But, you know, hopefully that comes as we get more and more in-person um, experiences rather than just Zoom. You know, I'm curious, Coach, and I know it's been different than it normally would have been uh, if you had showed up in Pullman and it wasn't a global pandemic that happened right away. But 
What's the biggest thing that you've learned about the Pullman community in, in the last six months? I've been really pleased with the, you know, not necessarily comparison, but there's a lot of aspects of the Aloha spirit from Hawaii in this community. People taking care of each other, people respecting each other, people realizing that we're all relying on each other in some way. I think that's been somewhat comfortable in, in the transition for, for myself and some of the staff. I appreciate the safety of the town and really I, I like the, you know, we have coaches, we all have a bunch of kids and, and the, the life they're getting to live up here has been um, what I think kids, you know, need. They need laughing, running around, playing with each other. I think there's a lot of good qualities there for our, for our kids of our staff. So those are some of the positive I've really enjoyed. Coach, I know a big positive was also you and the flag. That was impressive. Good game day. Did you practice that? I mean, you were dialed in. I had a couple, strat- or, uh, I guess, strategies, but I was going with the figure eight, which was more controlled. Um, and then we went with the Paul Bunyan, you know, the big chops. And I think uh, it was more Paul Bunyan chops than the figure eight. The figure eight, I thought it was actually pretty smooth, but – the people in charge didn't like it as much as the Paul Bunyan chop. <laughs> Your game face was incredible. Like I was, I mean, it was, it was very unique. I was impressed. Well, they didn't have any say on that. That was coming from me. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know who I bet I know love that was uh, Gardner Minshew. He, he gave an interview recently actually. And he said that heaven to him would be going back to Pullman and reliving his six months there over and over and over again. And that quote just made me smile. He's done more in the NFL, I think, than anybody anticipated by a long shot. Thoughts on, you know, have you been able to connect with him? Are you trying to keep him involved in the program? And I I just imagine that you guys are kind of like kindred spirits. As many alums as we can, you know, I'd like to connect with them. But um, me and Gardner have had a couple conversations. I know we did the, the, the game recap with you guys, which was fun. Um, I like his style. I like what he, what he values. I like his confidence. Um, I love that quote. I actually put that on my Twitter banner just because, you know, and of course he would, but how many people would, would love to spend that six months in Pullman as Gardner Minshew? I mean, it must've been, it must've been wonderful for him. So, um, but it really, that's the Coug spirit coming out. And I think he was just a natural fit when he got here and, and really took advantage of it. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Last thing for me, Coach, on more of a serious note, and I know that the, you know, coaches, it is a a true fraternity. It just came out not too long ago that Kevin Sumlin has tested positive for coronavirus. I know you two have a relationship that predates you coming to the Pac-12. Have you had a a chance to talk to him or reach out to him? Uh, I have not reached out to him, but I hope he's felt my thoughts and prayers. I like Sumlin a lot. I think he's good for the conference, um, you know, and and I know he'll he'll fight this virus like he – you know, he, he coaches football. He's all in on it. And um, he's he's a very passionate guy. And, and you know, no, you don't want to see anybody get it. But um, everybody up here in, in Pullman and, and Coops across the, the world are, are pulling for Coach Summit. He's good for the conference. 
Appreciate that very much and appreciate your time and all of your insight on your team. Looking forward to seeing you guys out on the field. November 7th at Oregon State. It is on our calendars. Rolo, have a great day. Good luck. All right. Thank you, guys. Good to see everyone. Uh, I think you and I, Yogi, are two of many people who are really excited to see what's going to happen with Nick Rolovich in Pullman. And this year aside, I mean, it just feels like, and we've said this from the beginning, that this was just the exact right fit and a home run hire from Pat Chun. And one of the things that Rolo has said, and I've I've heard him say it, um, Bill Stevens, the SID, reiterated to us today, is that the thing that Rolovich has really, really liked the most is the commitment to each other that he's seen from his players, that they have kept their focus throughout all the noise. They've been able to block out all of the outside adversity and, and really lock in, which is impressive because it's not easy to do that in the world of 2020 that we're living in. So you tell me, I, I know you love this run and shoot offense. I know you could sit here and talk about it all day. What? Give me your take, thoughts, you know, predictions, predications on what you think this Cougs offense is going to look like in a month. It's it's got a chance to be lethal, right? Like, I can't wait to – I mean, look out. Because if we sit on set together on Saturdays in Pac-12 football, I'm going to drop so much stuff in this offense because it is, it is I think, the most fun offense to play in in all of football. And very simply, there's answers, right? So if I'm going to run a route and you're trying to cover me – Good luck. But if you're trying to cover me and you're sitting outside of me, I can make the choice to break it inside. If you're sitting inside of me, I can choose to break it outside. If you're much further than me down the field because you're scared of my speed, I could hook it up. If you got the guts to press me, I could take it deep. Like there's answers everywhere. So what is the challenge? You know, the challenge is going to be uh, being on the same page, right? With Cam Cooper, Jane Delora, right? Gunnar Cruz, like uh, is he on this? Are they on the same page with the litany of receivers once they see defenses? And that that's just going to be the truth. That is the challenge for this team. And the staff knows it, right? We've talked to this staff uh, on the record, off the record, and they know that that's a challenge. So I, they'll install it with that in mind. So I don't think you'll see the best of this offense week one. But look out when they come to L.A. and play the Trojans later on in the season. Like that'll be a game that now might be as a – pencil to win for SC but look out because when this offense is rolling it it could truly eat you up and, and I can't wait to watch it evolve so is it fair to say I've never asked you this question before but I'm curious to know the answer if you were a head coach in the Pac-12 would you run the run and shoot if I was at Washington State I would like I think I think it depends honestly I think it depends where you can recruit to you know um I love it. I, I mean, not that you want my like offensive install tactics, but if it was me, um, I would run a lot of spread principles, but I'd still be a downhill running game. You know, I, I still think when you look at the history of national champions, like nobody's won it when they're dramatically spread out. Um, and I would go to a place thinking I could win a national championship. But, but with that said, uh, you go with what you know. And like Coach Rolovich, he played in this system. I played in this system. You know it inside now. Like I, I was interviewing Max Borgie a couple weeks ago, and I said, "Hey, do you know who Mouse Davis is?" And he's like, "No." And I was like, "Google him because this is the guy who originated this offense." Right. So there's layers. There's history to this system. Um, Houston Oilers way back in the day, right? I mean, I, I I could see it right now. Like Haywood Jeffries and Warren Moon and guys running this system. I mean, it is go on YouTube and just Google Houston Oilers system back then. It is it is 
magic. It is it is wonderment. It is brilliance at its finest in, in the passing game in football. So I, I'd have elements of it. I just think now it's 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 just hard to install, you know, because you have to be on the same page. But once you do, and that's why I love the quarterback room. Because whoever they go with, Ash, they're going to be in Pullman for a while, right? Whether it's Camp Cooper and it's two seasons or Gunnar Cruz and it's four or Jane Delore and it's three or four. I, I, that's why this. I, I'm betting on Washington State. I, I, I don't think people are probably going to pick them in a lot of games this year, but I, I will because they're already a gritty environment. Uh, I think Coach Rollo is one of the one of the best at being a player's coach in terms of communicating with players, getting them what they need, and the system's a challenge. So they're going to make every weekend really exciting. You mentioned Max Borgie in a conversation with him that you had recently, so I'll, I'll end with some final thoughts on him. I think he's you know, been one of our favorite players to watch over his first few years in the league. A lot of people said, oh, he, you know, he's from Colorado. He reminds me of Christian McCaffrey. What, what is it about Max Borgie? You heard Coach say he, he prepares like a pro. He's got a pro's mindset. But what, what do you think is, is on tap for him in 2020? He's going to have an explosive season. Because of what I referenced about that system, I, I think teams will be dropping players to play coverage a lot of the times, and he'll have an opportunity to not only catch it out of the backfield, which he's proven to do, but to, but to run the ball. And when you go back and really study Coach Rolo, and and you know we've been lucky, he's allowed us in his in his film room when he was at Hawaii. I'd fly out there and watch tape with him. You know, I've known him since he was at Hawaii as an offensive coordinator more than a decade ago, and then at Nevada. And what did he learn at Nevada? The pistol run game, which is the running back directly behind the quarterback. And he, he's got, like, downhill run game moxie to him. Like, he wants to pound you and also deal. And I, I just think that that foundation is going to be great. Uh, systematically, it's going to be perfect for Max. I, I think he's a pro. You know, when he came out as a freshman or out of high school in, into college as a freshman, like, why didn't he go to Stanford? Like, he could have done that. And he still chose to go to Washington State even though his running back coach left. His running back coach is at Oregon, right? But he just felt something about Pullman. Like, he's one of those guys like Gardner. Like, they have this pride in Pullman. Gardner's, of course, was short-lived, but he felt it quickly. I think Max has that, and I think he's got this team wrapped around him, and, and I expect him to become uh, not only an NFL prospect, which he already is, but he will become a true vocal leader for the program. And look out, because he's, he's really challenging to defend. I'll give you one last guy who I know I am personally excited to see. Um, and, you know, we all have our biases in the media, but somebody talking about somebody who's hard to defend, Renard Bell. And Rolo has talked about that he's been a guy who has who has really stood out to him even in the past six months with everything the way that it is. So Renard Bell is going to be my my guy in Pullman this year. Yo, cause I'm just calling it right here on this podcast right now. Is that fair? It's fair because think of the receivers they lost to the NFL graduation. Yeah and the portal, right? I mean, you could argue they lost four of the better players at that position group. So and I think Renard Bell is as smooth of a receiver as you're going to find as a route runner. And when you give a receiver who's already confident, we're already confident by nature, if you give us real freedoms to manipulate defenders, like I'm telling you, there's no greater joy than like, breaking somebody's ankles who's a DB. Like, like that's the basketball reference of crossing somebody over. That's what this offense is. Like, you think I'm going one way, and I'm totally using your leverage against you to make you look like a fool. Like, that's what you do as a receiver in this system. So he's got the wherewithal, the I think the awareness of time and space. That's a huge part of this offense, understanding not only time and space of defenders and leverage, but also the body clock of 
hey, the ball needs to get out by now. He has all those things. You saw that in Mike Leach's offense, which is dramatically different, in my opinion at least, than Coach Rolovich's. So, yeah, I, th- I think he'll thrive in this. And whoever the quarterback is, they're going to they're gonna be able to find him. They're going to locate him. And unless he's double-covered, he's going to be able to be an answer in the passing game for this system. See, that's why I love working with you, Yogi, because I just say Renard Bell is going to be my guy to watch, and then you give me the exact reason why he is going to be the exact guy to watch. So love you for that. Uh, love our time with Coach Rolo. Reminder that you can listen to all of our interviews with all 12 head football coaches from the Pac-12 right here on the Pac-12 Perspective Podcast, as well as pack-12.com. November 7th at Oregon State, the Rolo era begins.